Hello and welcome to this very special edition of VGC, a video game podcast. We are back with the spoiler cast for Spider-Man 2. The game has now been out for one week and according to the internet is very short, so you must have completed it by now. We're going to be talking <laughs> over everything that happens in the end of the game, the end of the various side missions and what we expect from a Spider-Man 3. I'm joined by mostly the same spider friends from our review. We've got from Gaming Bible, Ewan Moore. We've got from The Gamer, Stacey Henley. Oh. We've got from Accessibility, Laura Kate Dale. And he snuck in from the land of PC Games End, despite the fact that this is a proper game, so it wasn't released on PC. We've got Will Nelson. Now, Good to see you. First question, and I'm going to... I'm glad, we're, we're going to go straight into it. There's about 50 different endings to talk about here, so... Um, <laughs> Let, let's maybe go in order of when you are likely to encourage them, uh, encounter them rather. I'm going to go first to you, Ewan, and your spiffy green turtleneck, Doc Ock. Is he the big baddie for Spider-Man 3? Uh, not Doc Ock, Green Goblin. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, it was always going that way. Um, I mean, for me, from the start of the game, I kind of assumed that, well, something's going to happen to Harry that mm. Norman is going to blame Spider-Man and or Peter for, and that's going to lead to a reckoning in, in the third game. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's the Spider-Man villain, really, isn't he? And I really like that Insomniac have really taken their time with this one. They've really built up that relationship between them. So when he does finally you know, lose his mind and strap on that green mask, it's, it's going to get real, and I'm very... Very excited to see where that goes. That this is one of my questions as well. Do they go for a Raimi style suit of armor, or do they make him look more gobliny? Do they make him look like eighties comics? Uh, wh- where do you think they take it, Ian? I hope they go with the sort of the suit and the sort of the gadgets with with the serum just kind of enhancing his abilities. I've never mm. been a big fan of the Hulk out version of uh, of Green Goblin that we see in like Ultimate Spider Man and, and stuff like that. I just think it's less interesting that he's a raging monster because, yes, obviously he's not in possession of his full faculties when he's the Green Goblin, but the point is that he is still like calculating and manipulative and he doesn't just like smash through buildings in a, in a blind rage. Mm. Lord, have we got pumpkin bombs in our future? I... I, I think we go that route. I think we go the like uh, mechanical route with all the sort of uh, tech gadgets. It's it, it's sort of the way that they've been really leaning Peter's arc in this. Um, like everything with Doc Ock was Peter is very good at tech. In this, all of the interactions with Harry Osborn are he's good at science. He knows his tech. I feel like we keep that theme running. Um, one thing about about Green Goblin being in the sequel that's like really struck me, and it only hit me the other day when I replayed the opening was. Um, the very first conversation in this game is Harry saying, hey, if this doesn't work or something goes wrong when this symbiote is put into me, take me out. Kill me if... It, like his The very first thing he says is, Dad, kill me if this goes wrong. Yeah. And that being where the game ends is really interesting for thinking about where, the, you know, presumably a sequel is going to be very much about him resenting Spider-Man killed my son when your son explicitly told you if this goes wrong, this is what he wants. And I'm curious how how that'll go. It, it seems interesting. Stacey, where do you think they take it for, for three, specifically regarding um, 
Green Goblin, just as an aside, there is a bit in the game where you 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 go through like an area, and I think it's it might be Scorpion's costume or something like that. But the first time you saw it, it was like an all green kind of suit of armor, and I was like, "Is this going to is 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 part of the story going to be that he's just grabbed this costume since Scorpion's dead? And now he's Goblin." I think um, you know Insomniac, especially with Spider Man, but really all throughout every game they've made, they've always been quite crowd pleasing. They've always been quite camp. They've kind of leaned into the humor that spider-man has a lot of just the quips the presentation of things it never gets to be um you know if you look at some of the original comic books going back they were massively over the top costume they will ever see that in a kind of photorealistic game like this but i don't think they'll kind of lean away i don't i don't think they would be a meeting in the insomnia kind of studios where they'd say pumpkin moms are too silly I, I don't think that's the way they'll go after Green Goblin. I think if they felt that parts of the kind of cartoonishness of Goblin was too much, they wouldn't have spent two games setting up yeah. Goblin. They would have gone for yeah. any of the other villains that they could have done. They've deliberately tried to ground Norman as a pretty down-to-earth guy. He's you know, kind of evil in a kind of businessman kind of way, but he's pays for his son. He wants to make money. He's not some colossal... Um, you know, I, I agree with you, like some hulked out monster that just breaks through things and doesn't think of how things wouldn't work for this character. They've spent two games establishing that this guy's got quite a few shades of grey to him. And I think they need to play into that a little bit like I actually don't I don't really care for No Way Home as much as other people do, but I think a little bit like the two personalities that we saw in in that with Willem Dafoe mm. is probably the way that they're going to go. Mm. Yeah. And they do love the MCU. Like yeah. in some people love the MCU. <laughs> All the suits are MCU suits. Um, well, do you think that uh, we will burst into a burning building and the Green Goblin will be there with a wee old woman's uh, shawl on? Or what, what do you think? Yeah, and then it melts to him, so he's got mm. like a purple and green outfit. Yeah. His outfit's basically going to be the Raimi one, I imagine, because all of the other villain outfits in the game are that sort of like, not mechanical, but like, you know, motorcycle suit, like techie yeah. sort of design. Yeah. So he's probably going to go with that and he'll do his cackling air and all of the good stuff. But I really enjoyed... Um, his relationship with Peter actually, where there's the mm. bit in the roughly in the middle where they do that really weird like sitcom level thing where he's having a conversation with Peter and Harry Osborne just so happens to be around the corner and hear the one bit he shouldn't yeah. hear where he says like <laughs> he says to Peter he says you're a son you're like a son to me and Harry just so happens only to hear that bit and then walk yeah. away. But I think there's going to be a really good dynamic between Norman and Peter and then the Green Goblin and Spider-Man and seeing if they cross those things over or they probably will, how they do that as well. Cause they did that really well with Harry in like the base game as well, like him and his dad and stuff. So I'd really be interested to see where they take it. Mm. Stacey is, do you think Harry's dead in the third one or do you think he's a, he's a second act return? Um, I, it would be a shame because they, I think we talked about this last time when we were trying not to spoil things, but the way they wrote Harry in this one, he seemed far more connected to Peter um, than he has in, in the comics, certainly the James Frangle version. Um, so I think if they if they do kill him off, I think it would need to be a game that was once more built really around Peter. I think we all kind of feel this game was built a lot around Peter and there's mm. Miles just a lot of the side stuff. I would like to see that develop in the third game away a little bit more. You know, the, the ending Peter kind of passes the torch a little bit. So I think it probably depends on what they do with Peter in the sequel. If they're going to make this Peter's game and also Miles is there, then I think they have to really focus on the relationship with Harry. I think if it's more Miles is kind of taking over as Spider-Man, but Peter has this kind of unfinished business that possibly even brings him back into the suit. He starts the game kind of retired, and then Goblin happens, Peter comes back. Then I think 
that's when you would want to play around with what it means for Harry a bit more. Yeah, uh, as you say, at the end of the game, it's very much Peter and MJ are in Aunt May's house. He's he's letting Miles uh, be New York's only Spider-Man again for a while. Um, Ewan, when we when we start, and I suppose this ties into uh, speculation about a two point five. Do you think we start Spider-Man three and it's just a Miles game for a while, or have they are are they going to keep the the swapping throughout? I think that's a really interesting question. Um, I reckon that we will start as purely Miles. Um, I don't think that you'd bring Peter back into the fold uh, in a, in a spin-off game or a two point five game. Don't think that works if you want it to be this really big moment sort of spider-man stepping back in to face the green goblin or, or doc Ock or whoever it ends up being uh what, what i will say as a quick aside is it, it did strike me as quite funny that the game ends with peter retiring and then like straight away you can jump back in as him and <laughs> yeah. around the city, like, 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 okay We've got spider bots to collect, mate. We've got um, <laughs> got gardens to fix randomly. He's um, got to pay for um, Aunt May's house somehow. Yeah. Now he's not got a job. He's starting up the Emily May Foundation again, and MJ is like an independent podcaster. It's like, where are they getting that money from for that house? The independent broadcasting. That's where all the money is. Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly expecting MJ to thank Better Health as the sponsor of um, today's episode, but. Um, the PGC podcast is certainly not sponsored. Oh, we might be, to be honest. I don't know. I don't pick the ads. It'll be the British Navy or something. Um, Laura, now that we can talk about it in, in full um, mm. g- gruesome detail, if we do get a 2.5, where do you think it goes? I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, I, I think there's a couple of routes you go with it. Um, if they want to do, like, a Venom game that is specifically like, hey, we go into the that Eddie Brock symbiote story because I know a lot of people were going, this isn't who I associate with the symbiote, and there's a lot of people who had a lot of fun with the clearly well-created um, uh, v- full big angry mode Venom combat powers in this. You could make a thing out of that. You yeah. could do something that's a little tonally different. Um I feel like a lot of the other plot threads they set up in this make most sense as either DLC or Game 3. Um, a lot of the the endings make sense as Game 3 or DLC. I think the only other option I see is you do a Miles Morales-specific game, and you do another like Miles Morales-style 2.5 to emphasize like this, this, he is the only Spider-Man for a while to build up to that return of Peter in 3. But I think that would be a shame to do. I don't want to set the expectation that you only get to play as Miles in the 2.5s or like Miles's story gets to be the focus in the 2.5s and that's why I kind of hope that they go something like an Eddie Brock story. Yeah, and Stacy we didn't talk about it um at the time uh the the Venom section uh, you put you play as Venom it's smashing and crashing it's very uh, Xbox 360 game it felt like to me it was like uh, that that uh, that Hulk game it reminded me of do you think, and we reference it in the podcast, we say you don't build that unless you're going to do something with it. Do you think they make a, a side game of that? I, I, I said before that in some like a very much crowd pleaser, so people want them to. I don't want them to. I think we have enough time playing as Venom. I think it works very specifically in the moment because the someone needs to kill Craven, right? Yeah. They can't be Peter, can't be Miles. Having it be Venom and having you play as Venom you get to kind of be Harry as he loses control. It's not just some horrible freak that happens. You you cause the destruction. It's a little bit like 
it's obviously a much more cartoonish version. It's a little bit like in The Last of Us when it's like, no, you need to you need to bash them in the head with a pipe. Yeah. You're not just going to watch this play. You're going to do it. And there's no way around it. You can't. You can just put the cut game and never come back to it. You have to play as Venom to to get through. But I think that gives it a lot of weight. I think if you just did, here's a character you've never met, go and smash a city for 10 hours. I just think it tears down a lot of what was built. I, I agree with you if that's all they do with it. Um, like I, I, I didn't picture it being that the whole way through, but I have just remembered the other thing that would be a really interesting gameplay mechanic, which is if they offered the, um, oh, I've forgotten her name entirely. Um, Ailey. Uh, going through the portals. Uh, that oh, oh, black, black cat. cat. Yes, uh, bl- that black cat combat system that was just, like attacking through portals was way too cool to not do something with. Mission of the year, mission of the fucking year. I, I, that was that is for those unaware. That is the mission and the podcast that I referenced about going through to my to the room and acting out for my girlfriend. Um, the <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, I would like to play maybe like two out two maybe an hour or two more of that venomy stuff but as you say like it's it'd be a bit of a flex enough, to, yeah it? and it's a bit of a flex to just be like okay that's it like leave yeah. leave it as a good memory not like oh i'm just doing the same thing it's over and also over. funny because there's like we were saying there's like a lord of the rings number of endings to this game yeah. there's nothing for venom the, the, the symbiote just gets like vaporized and there's nothing like, there's yeah. so many other things that they lead to that it's like, if they did Venom, they would have to change, like, as a game, they'd have to change so much about the character <clears> and then be like, oh, there's another, well, there is another sim. We'll get to it, I'm sure. But, yeah. like, the idea yeah. of Venom himself, I don't think, it's not that they can't bring him back, but they don't tease it, like, they tease everything else. So I don't see, yeah. it's definitely not in their plans before they finished it, while they've got a lot of other things I, they're clearly thinking about. It's It's tricky because every other ending feels way too much like it's set up to be like we're immediately going to do it now or it's a big thing for next mm. game there's nothing else you don't that know really what's feels DLC like DLC and what's yeah like a- i think the cletus stuff would probably be dlc and miles might be a 2.5 and then goblin is three you would think but yeah like, i don't know could do it in any I, order goblin and doc Ock as like a one-two punch for the villains of three seems like the the, the way to go and um, we've referenced that a wee bit so the the flame side missions with the returning yuri who is now wraith um terrible haircut really disappointed in, the, in our haircut in this game our hair in the first game was fantastic but we move um you are tracking down this cult uh the the leader of this cult though not named um is very likely um the man who will become carnage you see a little bit of the red symbiote you and is Carnage too big to make a 2.5 or a DLC? Or is, is Carnage another enemy that deserves, like, say, like a craven amount of, like, a two thirds of the game? Uh, so I just want to go on record and say I fucking hate Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as soon as I realized who it was in the Flame Side mission, I was just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, I do agree, though, that I think Carnage is too big of a villain for a DLC. Um, I think Comedian is much better suited for the sort of DLC missions that I think we're almost inevitably going to get for Marvel Spider-Man 2. I think if we do get a Venom spin-off, then Carnage is the sort of clear Mm. uh, character there because you can't really have Carnage without Venom. How exactly you do that, given that Harry is quite literally in a coma, um, I have no idea, but I do think that you can't have him as DLC and you can't just throw Carnage into the mix with Doc Ock and Green Goblin. 
as well. Yeah. That's just, I do think that's too much unless you're making would, a 60 hour game. And I hope, yeah, <clears throat> it would literally have the Raimi Spider-Man three problem of just like launching villains in, uh, Heather and Yon. Uh, Stacey, how, how do you think the, the Wraith stuff and the Carnage stuff reemerges going forward? Um, I think it's difficult because if you want to do, I think they will do DLC for this one because they set so much up, but it brings a much bigger version of the problem that we've just talked about at the end of the game. If Peter's retired, is the DLC going to be just miles or can you, can it go back and be Peter kind of maybe mini come out of retirement for carnage because he knows Yuri so well. I, I think the problem, the deal, whatever it is, the problem the DLC is going to have is how do they balance either bring Peter back in or having a Jisby Metals and justifying that to the players who have bought a Peter Parker game, um, which I think Insomniac and Sony are very mindful of, or, you know, do, doing bringing Miles back into it when the flame is specifically Peter missions. There's some side missions that you have to do as one of the two characters, mm-hmm. and as the flame, you have to do it as mm-hmm. Peter, which makes sense because of Wraith. So I, I think, I just said I don't want a Venom side game, but I do think Carnage in there makes it a more appealing uh prospect yeah it is, it is weird because the way that it goes it's not as if you could roll time back to make the dlc fit like oh do these missions before you do the last mission and it'll, it'll be fine like it's all very yeah this is what happens next um i personally think if if the dlc has to be very miles focused just because i think you lose the impact of our of that moment in the third game where miles is about to die and then you see the red suit coming in and it's like okay let's let's fucking go i think the only real thread they, they leave from miles for the dlc would be the sunday moon stuff which is the the character that is um, the daughter of Rio Morales' boyfriend. Um, the So in, in the comics, she is Silk, who was bitten by the same spider as Peter, etc. and so on. But she, they obviously don't show her face. Um, but you assume she's like a teenager in, in this universe. So maybe she doesn't go full Silk. Yeah, Laura, Laura, how do they sort this? They've left us so far too much. I, yeah, I think they... Uh, I keep being, every time I think I've nailed down what would make sense for DLC and what for 2.5, there's a very good reason why it shouldn't work. Um, I don't think this is necessarily going to be the case, but I want to throw something out there. I have realised we do have one other ending that is probably most associated with Miles, and that's the one for the Spider-Bots. Yeah. Because most people, like, you know, we had the, the live-action, uh, you know, all of the Spider-Man meet-up movie, but if you say Spider-Verse, people think Miles Morales. Definitely. And I don't know if you can do a self-contained like 2.5 story that is a Spider-Verse style story. I don't know if that waits to be like game four or something, but that is a thing that could be a Miles story. And yeah. I'm throwing that out there as a thought, but yeah, it is it is a real mess thinking about that 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 you have to keep Peter out of out of the picture for a while for that to hold any any kind of substance. Yeah. Um, just just the reference there. If you collect all the spider bots, which are collectibles throughout the world, they reference like other costumes, other characters, and um, if you collect all of them, uh, the last part of the mission is uh, a portal opens up to the the, the villain's bar from the most recent Spider Verse film. Um, which looking into it more, this this scene is like based off a uh, apparently based off a post credit scene from Across the Spider Verse that didn't happen. Like they they ended up cutting. Um, there's references to. Miguel, who's Spider-Man 2089, 
So, but as soon as that happened, I was obviously like, oh my god, they're going to do Spider-Verse. But then when you think about it for two seconds, like, that's way, way, way too much for DLC, and that would completely derail a third game. Well, is this just, oh, that's cool, that connects the PS5 games further to the the rest of the, the, the MCU or whatever? Basically, is it just tying in, or does it... I would... Thing? say so because you're right there's already so much going on that insomniac spider-man or a version of the character in the suit is in yeah. is it both the, the suits yeah. in the first spider-verse and the characters in the second yeah. one yeah yeah i i don't see them doing i think it's just a neat little thing because about it's all sony i think they were just like oh this will be a nice ending to a side quest i can't i think it's it's too much on top of everything else. It's like you've got so many other characters. Imagine if halfway through a Miles game or DLC or three, it's like, and now there's multiple universes. It's like it's like the Avengers are in this universe and we don't even see them. So like doing a multiverse, it's like, I, I think there's already so much going on that Insomniac have set up themselves and then to just be like, we'll just do Spider-Verse or whatever, yeah. something to that effect. It doesn't cheapen it, but it doesn't really feel like it fits really with what they've been doing. I think it's just a nice fun thing. And as you said, if it if it is based off like a post-credit scene that got cut, it might just be Sony went to Insomniac and we're like, do you want to do this for a second? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, it'd be fun because, you know, we're referencing the film, so we'll reference the film in the game, which is it's cool. It's a nice thing. I do agree with you. It's unlikely, but I have just had the thought of if anyone was going to make a Spider-Verse game, Insomniac are very good at those fast-loading portals where you go between <laughs> oh, different worlds, and Lord. that would be a really good mechanic for a Spider-Verse game. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks right. for that, Chen Klein. Let's see what you've done. <laughs> I just um, think you would have to, like, Stacey, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe we're all wrong. Maybe we're thinking about this too linearly, and there's we think there's going to be a two point five, and then a three. What if it's just there's two, and then there's basically two games of like a full size? Like, what what do you think about the Spider Verse thing? Cool fan service or an actual setup? Uh, I think just cool fan service. I mean, the the thing is, it's a big big part of Spider Verse the movies that there's one Miles. There's lots of other types of Peters, but there's Miguel and Miles, and everyone else is just some kind of riff on Peter. Even Gwen Stacy is connected specifically to her own Peter. So I think that's something that, obviously, with... This isn't the spoiler cast for Spider-Verse, so I won't spoil <laughs> any of that, but I think the third Spider-Verse movie will explore the idea of different mm. Mileses. So I don't know how the game meshes in with that. Um, usually movies are much quicker to make than games, but with how quick Insomniac make games and with how slow the Spider-Verse <laughs> movies are to make, I think that's probably flip this time around. Um, and they don't know about the Spider-Verse, right? Like, I actually I took Miles to the end of that thing, so I, don't, I haven't seen what happens if you take Peter, but I don't think either of them are kind I of aware Miles of it. I think Miles has to do it. I think it's a Miles only ending. I might be oh, wrong. Oh, is it just Miles? I, I went there with Miles, and I thought I had to. <laughs> I went there with Miles because I played as Miles for most of the side missions. But like, if I guess if Peter is already there or Peter's suit is already there in the movie, then if Peter doesn't know about this, which you think you would have mentioned when they were collecting these robots to like link to another dimension, then the games might be set well before Spider Verse, as we know it. The actual Spider Verse story saga, as we know it, um, might be set you know before Miles's the movie's Miles as Peter dies. I think you then bring in so many timeline things. Um, I think if they did a Spider-Verse game with the portals, that would be something in the future that they just do yeah. Spider-Verse. Not, uh, not the Miles that we know, not any of the stories that we know, just he has a Spider-Verse game and the pig's back and just do it in that way rather than 
trying to make it part of the storytelling. Yeah. Um, Ewan, what did you think? Because personally, it was um, it was a uh, it was a, a very high high of being like, oh my god, they're going to do this, and then a, a bit of a realization of <laughs> how the world works. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I completely agree with everyone in the Spider-Verse is too big to do anytime soon. I do think it's almost certain that Insomnia is going to do a Spider-Verse game at some point, but I think we're talking, like, quite a way down the road. I mean, if even PlayStation 5, like, who knows? Um, I think the issue for me, and it's the same with all of you guys, is that it takes away from the very personal struggles that Peter and Miles have already had and that they're building up to. And if you suddenly have all these multiversal characters and you're talking about the web of destiny and all this bollocks, it's like, well, <laughs> what What are we doing? Can we get back to the story we're trying to tell? Um, so I certainly hope that it doesn't happen. And I think there are lots of other ways that Insomniac will be able to have fun with the idea of, uh, of portals and that ridiculous flexing tech they've got. That they'll find other ways to do that that don't necessarily involve the multiverse. Yeah. Um, and also you could potentially see like a collectible in Spider-Man 3 being Miles trying to learn more about this. Miles and Genki being like, oh, what what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Let's let's find like pieces of other... That seems to be the right size for a DLC. <laughs> if we're getting on things that would be small enough, they could actually do just discovering about yeah. the Spider-Verse. That would make sense for it just to just be Miles. It wouldn't need to tie up any huge plot threads. It would be interesting because everyone loves Spider-Verse, so... Yeah, um, I'm actually going to work for Insomniac. Um, I'm proud to announce <laughs> that I'm, I'm leaving this mortal video game coil. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> question. They're yeah. a lot bolder about referencing other Marvel characters in this game. They're painting a four on the roof of one of the buildings. They're they're being pretty much as obvious as they can be. They're like, hmm, maybe maybe we get more people uh, in here. Do you think more prominent Marvel characters show up in the third one, even if it's for a mission, even if it's just a a, a bit and a piece? Why do they not excuse the Avengers not being in this one when they do it in the first one? So like, the first thing is it's all about licensing, isn't it? Like, in the comics, yeah. it's easier, but the Marvel sold off all the licenses for different things, and a lot of it's under Disney these days. But I think just the idea of getting the Avengers or even Daredevil or any street-level heroes in the game, it's just a logistical nightmare. But I would love to see it, like, Web of Shadows style, like when Wolverine just shows up in that. And, um, I mean, who else is in... I think Moon Knight's in that game as well. Like, just, like, some get some street-level heroes in. Like, you don't want, like, yeah. Captain America or... Iron Man showing up and like helping out with a Green Goblin threat. They probably should have helped out with Venom because it's like the world was about to end and there's just nowhere to be seen. But you know, way that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. They can. I feel like they could show up and not. They could show up for a mission and then go. Like they don't have to be. I mean, the the the, the uh, Murdoch Detective Agency and in this game they've been evicted. If you go to it, like on the door it says been evicted. There's the Wakandan Embassy, um, there's obviously the Fantastic Four Tower, there's the Avengers Tower, all that crap. Um, Ewan, 
does the rest of the Marvel characters just stay as like a nice like bit of immersion to be like superheroes exist in this world but let's not introduce all of these guys or do you think we actually get more interaction like I thought it was great that I mean he doesn't show up but Wong has an influence on like the the Black Cat mission yeah yeah look I mean I think one of the most boring things you can do is when someone smugly sort of says like Oh well, why didn't the Avengers help? Or like in, in the Batman, <laughs> it's like oh, where was Superman? It's like I don't know, off worlds, or like saving another planet, or there's one of a thousand things they could be doing that doesn't require them to be in this specific place. Like just yeah, it's just boring, man. Like just use your imagination for five seconds. Like I much prefer just just seeing little teasers and hints, like you know, the Fantastic Four logo being painted on. And I I, I don't know if this is true, but Someone pointed out on Twitter that it was the uh, Fisk Tower. So I read oh, it. Oh, was it? Okay. The, uh, the Fantastic Four, yeah. like, bought Fisk Tower. Um, I think that's really fun. They do say it was sold at the they end do, of yeah. the first game. I think it was always thought to be a tease of, are they going to make it the Fantastic? Because it's got the kind of the, the similar outlook. So I, they have teased that two games in a row, so that one could make sense. Um, but yeah, like, I, I agree with Will that it would be fun to see a few more street-level superheroes. Like... You know, imagine playing Marvel Spider-Man 3 and you swing down to stop a crime and you see, like, Daredevil in the same way that you'd see Wraith in this game. I think that would be fantastic. But I don't think you need to see these guys constantly. You don't need to be reminded that they're there. It's a Spider-Man game. It's, yeah, you know, it Spider-Man in it. Like, um, they're doing Wolverine, though, aren't they? So we're going to have to have the obligatory, if he doesn't turn up in, like, Spider-Man 3 at the end, I'll just be like, where's Wolverine? Where's Wolverine? It was just like, oh, for goodness sake. He's in Canada. He's in a, he's in a lodge, just like smoking <laughs> a cigar and drinking whiskey. He doesn't give a, doesn't care. He's not he's not the, bothered. The Wolverine thing was the thing I was thinking about. Is I was like, is this them teasing that they're sat on the fact that they they've gotten the Fantastic Four license and they're not going to put them in Spider Man, but they're going to do a Fantastic Four game? Like, I don't think you try and shoehorn in Fantastic Four into Spider Man, but like. They're about the right size of team that I could see, like, oh yeah, Insomniac's Fantastic Four coming a few years after Wolverine. And it's a live service game! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be four-player, probably, <laughs> I would imagine. I mean, I can yeah. see Insomniac doing incredible stuff with a Fantastic Four game, like, mm. through different realities and universes, and, oh, yeah, you've put an idea in my head now, Laura. That's- <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, that's, we're getting to a stage in the the Marvel game universe, the MGU, as I'd like to coin it, um, <laughs> that we are going to have to juggle a lot of what exists in the same universe. I thought that Guardians of the Galaxy game did it pretty well, where it, like, when you're walking through the bit and you references to the rest of them, but like, is EA's Iron Man game going to exist in this universe? Is the Black Panther game going to exist in this universe? Like, how, how tangled up do we get with it? Um, Obviously, there's the concept of the different, like, Earths and stuff like that, but I think that you... This third game's already going to be 200 hours long. I don't think we need to... There's no... There's no... We're not running out of ideas yet. We don't need to get, like, the rest of the teams in. Like, one or two missions, brilliant. In the same way that that Black Cat mission was perfect in the sense that it's one mission. It's like... You, you come upon Doctor Strange's house and if you know, you know, it's like, okay, this is going to be something cool, but it doesn't need to be, like, the last battle doesn't need to be 500 people there or whatever. Um, Just can't imagine yeah, it'd, be, it'd be too much. Like, who who would have had more Who would have had more fun of that final battle against Venom? Just Captain America throwing Iron Man shot. Yeah. Like, oh, game's over. Yeah. Who would want that? Who yeah. wants that and in your game? it's like, okay, world-ending threat, and then it's, oh, 
uh, Real Morales' boyfriend. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely invested in this little <laughs> bit of human drama between uh, between uh, Cindy Moon and... That's the other thing. So, the, the Cindy Moon thing, just to go back to it, I don't think... <clears throat> I don't think that ends up with us playing as Silk in the third one. I don't think that... I don't even... I'm not even sure she would become Silk by the third one. The So, when that door opened... I was certain he was going to go, Hi, my name's John. John Stacy. Here's my daughter, Gwen. Like, I could not believe that's not where they went with that, just because it's like, Gwen Stacy is the, like, if, if you're doing a, if you're doing a Spider-Man, like that Sp- Spider-Man kids TV show, it's like, it's Spider-Man, it's, it's Peter, it's Miles, and it's Gwen Stacy. Like, Stacy. And not just because your name is Stacy, but (laughs) do we play as three different people in the third one? And if we do, who do we? Who's the who's the third? Who's the third Spider Man's? I I have a theory that is almost certainly wrong, but I enjoy (laughs) it. I'm going to tell you in full anyway. Um, I think, as you have alluded to, Cindy was bitten by the same spider as Peter, and then because it was the noise, they kind of have a lot of spider sex. They aren't going to do that arc this time. So I think it's going to be the same spider that bit Miles, because we don't really know how any of these people got powers. So I think they're going to have a far more wholesome connection to each other, which I think then sets up, they've teased for a long time that um, they aren't going to do um, Wednesday, so they 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 haven't brought her in now, they don't have a connection to her, they haven't gone the Spider-Verse route, they haven't, they aren't going to split up Miles, and so they aren't going to split up Peter and MJ, it's just a whole thing about how she's left her job as a very well-paid reporter to do a podcast. She's opened a a Patreon as well. Um, uh, So I think Hayley is our Mm. Spider-Gwen. I think we play as um, Hayley, she has obviously the very, she's deaf, so she has that unique mechanic. The um, Wednesdays is that people know from the TV show and from the movies, very connected to music, so I think you can invert that very well with um, Haley and I would I think playing as if you want to build it around Miles and make it big enough that it has it feels bigger than Miles and Peter I think if you go from Peter to Peter and Miles to just Miles I think people will rightly or wrongly see that as a downgrade because Peter Parker is probably the most famous superhero yeah. on the planet and they get rid of him for a new guy that's kind of popular from one cartoon movie probably isn't as good a sell I think you need to bring another character so Playing as three Spider People, having it be Haley, Cindy, and Miles, is very in line with Insomniac's whole deal. They're very youthful. They have a lot of um, creative spins on characters. Obviously, Finn in the Miles Morales spinoff was reinvented as this far more youthful character. So, I would really like to see them explore Miles and Haley's connection that's grown over the past couple of games. And really, they've both been positioned as outsiders in various ways. And I think if you then bring in Cindy and Miles having the connection, the spidery connection, and Haley and maybe he's even initially being on the outside of that, you get into some far more interesting relationship dynamics. And you don't need Iron Man to show up to make that interesting. That can just be an interesting thing. I think it would be a really big thing to convince Sony, can we please get rid of Peter Parker and we're going to let you play as this black <laughs> death yeah. girl? I, I don't think Sony go for that. I agree if with I'm you, honest. though. I want that so much. Like, Haley is such a good character in this. And, yeah. like, little side tangent, I am so happy with so much around how they handled Haley in this. Um, things we couldn't talk about before review. Uh, the section where she's playable does a really good job of representing how yeah. hearing aids actually work and what they do and don't convey, because people just treat them as hearing amplifiers. Stuff like... Um, the amount the way that communication is done where like oh this person does not speak sign language and you are just getting like i can tell this is what they're feeling i don't know the words of what's going on like 
so many things from that to like the text to speech for like being able to have conversations with Miles while swinging. So many yeah. really good little touches where I'm like, you've put so much love into this character. I would love to see them be a like proper playable central protagonist. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a <clears throat> it's a good show, and I think it would be great. As you see, I think the maybe the logistics of doing that would be difficult, just because like it's it's asking Sony to, and plus the. Can you imagine Twitter, Jesus Christ? But the, the asking Sony to trade <laughs> not think blonde, white, undercut Gwen Stacy for um, a black deaf girl, but I think that's the way to do it. And unless you're like, okay, third game, right? We're we're starting off now. Uh, you you've got we've got to sort out Doc Ock, Green Goblin, uh, Cindy Moon stuff. Uh, we've also also got to do Carnage, the Spider Verse, and here's Gwen. By the way, here's a new, here's a new character, Gwen. Like it's too much. Um, I also think it's comforting for us to think, oh well, only, they're going to do a 2.5 and then the 3 will be like a conclusion or something like that, but I, I've, I'm honestly see, considering how well these games are received and how rapid Insomniac seems to be getting them out, I, I don't think 3 is any type of ending, I think we keep going. Um, well, what is immediately next for the Insomniac Spider-Man games? Is it DLC for 2? Is it a 2.5? Or do we go quiet until three addendum question does three come out uh, and i think this is the case based on things i've heard three out the year after wolverine which is seemingly going to be a 2025 game potentially i think there's going to be dlc they think the difference is the first game had the three dlcs and they were announced before the game came out i believe we've not had any news on deals it doesn't mean it's not going to happen but I imagine if they're going to do DLC, they'll do something different. But I see a 2.5 with Miles and Cindy. And I don't necessarily think that means Cindy's going to get powers in that one. But they've introduced Cindy Moon. She's becoming Silk at some point. Like you wouldn't do it and not give her the powers. But I think, yeah, we're going to get like the sort of reverse, not reverse, like a version of the first game where instead of it being Peter and Miles, it's Miles and Silk. And as you yeah. say, and Haley as well. I think that is at least what the because they make so much money and you know they've sold like what almost three million copies in like a day i don't see why they don't just go let's do a miles game on the same bigger map shorter but you know more more condensed and not have peter in it because he's retired or whatever they're going to do with that i don't know why they put it at the end and then if they're going to do dlc you know it's a whole thing but not have peter in it maybe have him in like a cutscene or at the end or whatever and then three, they'll do bring him back and do the big goblin stuff and Doc Ock. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't actually think a Venom game's going to happen. Really? Maybe. And yeah. It could do, but I, I just, from, you got to play as him and it served the story well. You'd have to change so much about the character and it might just end up being like, oh, it's a slightly bigger Spider-Man and it's Eddie Brock. It's a completely new character that we'd not set up. And Yeah, know, just, it end up being like prototype or something like that. Like just, <laughs> oh my just God, imagine prototype, but with Venom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God rest you, prototype. But yeah, I, I think that Insomniac are good at uh, just giving the right amount. Um, we th- uh, People think they want more, but uh, I don't think they, they do. I think they want a game where they're like smashing and crashing and destroying things. Guess what? You will get that with Wolverine. And mm-hmm. I feel like Insomniac making a Venom game right next to Wolverine would be a bit like, what's the point here? W- what are we bothering with? Um, Laura, what's next on the schedule for Big Insomniac? Yeah, I I feel like we get DLC for this. Probably maybe not as many sets of DLC as the first one did. Um, I don't think the fact it hasn't been announced yet disqualifies it from happening. Uh, given that the state of this game is a whole bunch of uh like settings aren't going to be in the game until like two months post launch, it really feels like they hit the ground like right as that game finished in in some ways. And I think yeah. just 
you know, give, give them a minute. But I, I think we probably do see some kind of DLC next year, Wolverine the year after, uh, Spider-Man 3 the year after that, maybe, feels about the pace that this company seems to be on. And then Ratchet and Clank is somewhere in there, somewhere. That's come oh, yeah. oh, no, sorry, yeah, there's middle, yeah, 2.5, 2.5 the year after Wolverine, and then Spider-Man 3 the year after that. They've got so much that it seems like they're going to do. Honestly, mate, see if they came out at the, the Game Awards and they're like, we've got the new Ratchet, it'll be ready in June. It's like, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> not surprised. Um, yeah, I think insomniac have firmly put themselves right in the kind of naughty dog tier of like this is this is like playstation's main studio but unlike naughty dog it doesn't take them 45 years to make a game so playstation very clearly ball seems to be in their court they can do whatever they want um stacy do you think that now that we have somewhat of an expectation of this 2.5 game do you think it would be too much to do dlc for two and the two point five game, or do they just what? What do they do next? If 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 you're if you're calling the tactics board, what do you do next? I think the thing we're kind of just all this from possibilities, but they they will have one set plan. I think the DLC will either very specifically wrap up um, some kind of thread that they want in this, which might be bringing Cindy into it, establishing her as a character beyond seeing the back of her head and having a name that we recognise from the comics. Whether it's finishing Carnage whether it's... Um, I don't think they would set up Chameleon to just do it in a DLC. I think they'd, they'd, that would then branch into, into something else, hopefully, if they're going to do one. So I think... I don't think DLC disqualifies from a 2.5 game, but I think if that happens, they would need to lead into it. So if they announce at the Game Awards that they're doing... Um, the DLC comes out in February, that's maybe the timeline that they could do, um, and it's Carnage, then I don't think we get a 2.5, because I don't then see that fitting. If they do a DLC and they say, and it's going to be based around um, Cindy, then I think, mm. well, maybe. I, I, I think the two yeah. will need to feed into each other because I don't think you would do both unless you needed to do both to get to a third. Because I think with the first game, they hoped to make a sequel. They were setting some things up. They were With this one, they yes. know they're making a sequel. There's no like, oh, if we do another one, we'll do this. Or here's a little... Like teaser, like oh, Miles has got powers. Like the end of the last one, this is no. In the next game, we're going to be doing Green Goblin, Dark Ox coming back, Carnage is back. Got a new character coming into it. Get used to it. We're here mm. for a while. Ewan, where, where do you where do you see us going for the next? Because you presume this is the next three or four years of Insomniac's output. I mean, the next week at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think DLC probably probably comedian, um, and then maybe two two point fives, which in my opinion, would probably be Miles and Venom Carnage. And then you get Marvel Spider-Man 3. But then at a certain point, I feel like they're just teasing so many things, man. Like, we haven't even touched on the fact that they're clearly kind of leaning towards superior Spider-Man. Like, that's... I I feel like that's going to happen at some point. The Spider-Verse, the Silk, there is an almost overwhelming amount of directions they can go in. Uh, and honestly, trying to sort of divine what route they're going to take is, I mean, it's enormous fun as a, as a Spider-Man fan, but who can say with certainty what they're going to do? Because we sort of talked about this a little bit on the last podcast. I would be happy if they just released a bunch of story expansions for Marvel Spider-Man 2 for the next couple of years while we wait for Marvel Spider-Man 3. I don't necessarily think they need to release uh, like a, a, a 2.5. I don't think there's any need. That New York is there and it's as good as it could possibly be. Just sort of flesh that out with um, with some more expansions. 
that, if it was up to me, that's what I'd do. Let me go to the motherfucking Statue of Liberty. I swear to God, <laughs> if we do these DLCs <laughs> and these 2.5 games and they don't let me go to the Statue of Liberty. Didn't the director also say recently, talking about Venom, he was like, we're going to listen to the fans. I think they've done so many different things at the end and then they've not made a decision on what's going to be what scale. Like we are saying, like, Carnage could be DLC, could be a separate game. I think they've just got all these things in there. We'll figure out what to do with them down the yeah. line. But they've, they've, they've set the board up in such a way that they can do that. Yeah. I, you and I really actually like the idea of like decently sized expansions over the next couple of years that maybe deal, maybe, maybe one, one of them is like Silk and Silk's got new powers and you're in the same New York, but it's a new yeah. story. And I, I could see them doing that actually because it would be, again, Miles Morales leveraged what they'd already built to make something new. Mm. Keep doing that. But then I suppose that also means they have to have, if they're doing it as expansions, you have to have the base game, but then. They can package it all together and be like, get the big edition and, you know, they, they, they'll figure something out. They're going to release more at some point. Yeah. I also think there's, like, big chunks of the map that didn't really use, like, for, for as, as nice as that New York is, like, there's plenty of areas that just didn't get covered by missions or mm. um, things like that. The So, uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, at the end of Wolverine, when we were here doing this same podcast, are we sitting there going... I can't believe they tease Cyclops. I can't believe they tease the rest of the X Men. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. There's no fucking. Insomniac's going to split into fifty different studios to try and um, keep up with all the of tease, this. The tease at the end of Wolverine will be that it's in the same universe as Spider Man. I bet they'll just yeah. be like, "Oh, don't worry," and they'll be like, "Oh, Sabretooth's in it," and everyone's like, "Everyone loves Sabretooth." <laughs> like, yeah. Not not that they can't do a sequel to Wolverine, but I feel like it's going to be more insular. But they'll just say it's in the same universe or something. I, yeah, you'll be watching a TV and it'll be like, oh, there he is. Like PT Parker. <laughs> um if I was if I was a betting man, I would I would honestly say that I think the the odds of individual DLC aren't massively high just because they they haven't really spoken about it, but in the same breath, like maybe that fills the, the that's the late twenty twenty four stuff. They do some of these side stories, wrap bits and pieces up because I don't think you do. I don't think Insomniac's announcing and releasing another game before Wolverine gets out the door, yeah. which would just be absurd. Um, and Wolverine seems to be like an early twenty five or absolute back end a twenty four game. So like it it feels like we're going that way. Um, final question for the esteemed panel. I'll start with you, Will. Is Spider-Man 3 a PlayStation 6 game? Oh, good lord. You, now you've really got us thinking. Um, either a PlayStation 6 or, like, 5 and 6, and it comes out at the end of 5, because the life cycle of consoles these days is, what, like, seven or eight years, and we're yeah, three years into the PS5? Yeah. Okay, I could it, feels, it feels like we've been with it for about two minutes because of the pandemic, but it'll be three years and a month. Bloody, yeah. Maybe, maybe. If, if it... If Sony would definitely strike me as the type of company where if it's getting close and it would come out a year before the PS6, they'd be like, hold it off and we'll sell PS6 with the game. I can see mm-hmm. them doing that. I suppose it just depends when they have it ready and when the PS6 is ready and whatever. But potentially, yeah, could easily yeah. stay happening. Stacey, PlayStation 6, Spider-Man 3? I th- I think this is away from Spider-Man a little bit, but I think with the delay of the pandemic and with the fact that Xbox is moving heavily towards subscriptions and Sony is really, really pushing live service games, I think this generation is just a little bit longer than previous ones have been. So I think this, I think if they, especially if they just go into it rather than Wolverine and then a 2.5, then a second 2.5 about Venom and then the Fantastic Four game and then they do a uh, 
Wolverine 2.5 and then they do Spider-Man 3. I think if they do on the path that we've been talking about, I think it just makes yeah, it very, for very PS5. Right at the end, like uh, Last of Us Part 2 on uh, on mm. PS4, like the big... Yeah, uh, goes to Shishima big, like this is the this is the power of the yeah. PS5 for the it's last on time. on its knees, it couldn't be hotter. If you even look at it, your <laughs> wingsuit can go three times faster now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just... Right. Laura, that sounds right to you, or are you, are you thinking it'll be on the, the big shiny PS set? Yeah, thinking about about this, um, we unofficially know from those leaked FTC documents that at least at one point Xbox was picturing their next generation console coming out in 2027. Yeah. That might have been delayed by like the pandemic and the slow start to this console gen, but let's say 2027 is when you know Xbox and PlayStation both try and hit that next generation. I feel like that could well put Spider-Man 3, as as, as has been said before, end, end of last generation, start of new generation. I think it's that cross-generation, play it here for 8K, 120 FPS or whatever, but it also works here on your PS5, that kind of a thing. Ewan? I mean, the notion that the next generation of consoles is like four years away makes me want to weep. Horrifying. Um <laughs> I think that I'd like I agree with Stacey that I think there'll be a little bit more time. This gem will have a little bit more of a life to it, and the PS5 will have its curtain call with uh Spider-Man 3. And then obviously you'll have the inevitable Marvel Spider-Man 3 remastered for PS6 when that launches. Yeah. I think that, that that seems just about right to me. Um, Marvel Spider-Man 3 and The Last of Us Part 3 coming 2027. You heard it here first. Um, can I do that to VGC when it's reported around the world? Thank you very much for joining us, folks. Um, this was great fun. I love a game like this where um, you can have a big, long conversation during the review. But the amount of people that message me about our podcast being like, it's it feels like you are being held hostage because you're all like I, 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 I want to talk about this I want to talk about this um, but that is the glory of Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man to, sorry Sony's Playstation's Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man 2 um, we will be back with the normal podcast uh, next week until then you can find Ewan at Gaming Bible you can find Stacey at The Gamer you can find Laura at Accessibility and Will at PC games and until then say goodbye well goodbye say goodbye stacy say goodbye you goodbye stacy say goodbye laura hi we'll see you next time vgc a video games podcast is a stack production and part of the acast creator network selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.